0: everybody. This is the U.S. Grace Force Podcast. I'm Doug Barry, along with my very good friend, Father Richard Heilman. And tonight, returning once again from the bullpen, Dan Schneider. Dr. Doctor. doctor we, have, Thank you. we have to call him yeah, doctor. Dr. Dan Schneider. Thank you. Good to have you back, brother. Okay, before we get you started... Make me- sure
1: you put the cheering sound. when. when oh, yes. You- oh, yeah. oh, there it is. Yeah.
0: There it is. Cheering yeah. sound. Okay, there it is. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> All right. Before we get started, of course, everything needs to start with prayer. And Father, we give that to you.
2: All right. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Saint Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls.
0: Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Awesome. Thank you very much, Father. And thank you, everybody out there who supports the U.S. Grace Force podcast. It means everything to us. We're so thankful for all your comments, all your all your uh, interactions with us, emails, everything that you do to help support us. And for those who support us through the Patreon program, also, that is an amazing way to help us continue to get these messages out. If you're interested and we ask you to prayerfully consider helping support us through the Patreon program, you can click the link in the description below. And obviously that is a necessary piece of being able to broadcast and get these these very important messages out is to pay the bills. So you are tremendous help in doing that. So we thank you so much for that. And we also ask you to go out and check out the U.S. Grace Force gear page and get some great U.S. Grace Force gear, t-shirts and such, even little baby onesies I think we have out there. Great to share with others. So check that out, U.S. Grace Force gear page. In the description, you'll find the link now, tonight we've got Dr. Dan Schneider with us once again. And Dan, you've been a man traveling throughout the world, at least at a few places. You've got a new book out. It's exciting. we got it right here on the screen at this time. People can see this here. The Libra Cristo Method. This is a fantastic new book. Um, how you been, brother? Good to have you on.
1: I've been good. Thank you for having me. It's great to uh, be back on the Grace Force with my two favorite guys.
2: Hey, I want to point out. You said when we were off air that I was looking thinner. So I just wanna, yeah, you, and you are looking. You're going to say it on air now.
1: Yeah, no, father, you're looking thinner. You're looking fit. You look ten years younger than the last time I saw you.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm
2: working out three times a week. So no, this yeah. isn't about me. It's about you. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm the same. I, I Doug shamed
1: me uh, when he was here, and so. I um because I, I when I was finished up my doctoral work, I, I just got out of, of exercise and and COVID and all that. So I finally trying to get back into shape. I, nice. I, I don't enjoy it like I used to, but uh Doug has been in my gym. I've sent Doug some some audios uh and text when I work out and I think of Doug and I need to get a picture of Doug in my, my weight room. <laughs>
2: and, uh, you don't fire, have one, but, I got one in mine. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Stop. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but doug you know you're my right goal doug. it that says little, underneath the picture that, that little doug is my goal
1: doug is my goal he's my hero yeah. but the little sacrifices I, I, you know uh, i enough. used to train as a fighter and, and i was you know I, I i trained to to win a perishable crown as saint paul says and now even when i i exercise i i, I do it to say lord give me give me strength uh give me health not so i don't suffer but so that I can live a long time to serve you and and serve my family uh, and do whatever you ask me to do. So, so now I've changed my perspective. And cause I, I like working out about as much as most, as most people, my age, you know? So, but we, but we have to stay fit because we're living in crazy times. We're living in yep. really radical times and we have to stay physically, uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, psychologically. Well, and, and,
0: and, and Dan, that's, that's exactly what drives me too. It's, it's not about, you know, my goodness! At this age, it's not about you know just yeah. appearance and look. I mean, sure, it's fine to look healthy. Sure, the most important thing though is is everything functioning well. You know, I mean, on the inside, you know, are we are we able to think clearly? Exercise helps you think clearly. It helps and the energy to and do pray.
2: God's work. The energy to want to do yeah. God's work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah.
0: yeah, the enemy
1: is always going to try to beat you down into 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 the mind. You know, and 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 sometimes when we're dealing with cases of diabolic affliction. It's like, what do you what do you like to do? You know, before this became your center focus of trying to get this thing out of you, I used to love riding horses. Then go ride horses. I used to, I used to be really athletic. I love to lift weights. Then you need to lift weights. I like to bake cookies, then bake cookies. The devil does, wants us to get so sucked into. Uh, of the the world in our minds, and and we worried about politics and what's going on. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not concerned about the church and the world. I'm very concerned, but but he wants us to be have an unholy attachment to what's going on, and 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 also to not engage the world physically. So I think important part of living our Catholic faith is staying in shape, doing things with our bodies, and and getting out from behind the screen, and 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 going into nature and hunting and fishing and yep. exercising, all those things.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, Father, yeah I, somebody I, recently asked Father Ripperger, "What does an exorcist do at the end of the day?" You know, I mean, how do you blow off steam? And he says, "Well, the, what the devil wants us mostly to do is to keep thinking about him, and so it makes him most aggravated when we don't. And mm. we, and we, and we, you know, I might have a cigar and a glass of bourbon with with my brother priest and talk about what's going on in the world." right Right. so 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 i mean being human we must not lose sight of the fact absolutely that we are only temporary here that we were made for heaven that god has called us to heaven this and we're all just passing through here and we do the very best we can in the process to get as many souls to come with us as we can but we're just passing through
2: yeah jesus told his apostles come away and rest a while right so we got to have that good balance and and recharge the the engine yeah. Hey, uh, Dan, uh, the title of tonight's show is um, Courage to Come in Conflict with the World. We came up with that title because you had a quote. Can you just kind of bu- build up what, where that came from and wh- what that's all about?
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends sent me this quote last week was the fe- well, the feast day or the memorial of Saint, uh, Blessed Titus Bransma, a uh, Carmelite. Uh, there's a two after the peace of lady mount carmel the there there was just a uh carmelite order showed off you know with all these bevy of saints uh uh the 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 the, the, the martyrs of campaign and then and then others and now titus brandsma who was who was killed in Auschwitz he wrote the letter he penned the letter that the Holland bishops read that caused edith stein uh and, and uh the, the nazis to double down on all jewish converts to christianity and then and, and started taking away catholics uh catholic priests in particular as well he he penned the letter that denounced nazism uh, uh that got that that just unleashed more and here's what he said this guy dies in auschwitz okay he who wants to win the world for christ must have the courage to come in conflict with it he who wants to win the world for christ must have the courage to come in conflict Amen. And, and we're losing that we're we're we're, yep. we're afraid we're afraid to upset uh you know the the people at the uh at, at, at the washington or in the state capitol we want to negotiate to get along you know i mean you know i, I think those days are over we're, i'm not saying that we just look for a fight but what we have if you want to win the world for christ you you have to come in conflict with it
0: Dan, I'm curious. You were you were just recently in conflict over in Germany, I think, and you were talking about your book. You were on a tour over there doing some work. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your trip to Germany? What you were doing there? How it relates to your book? Actually, let's make mention of that book again. Get up on the screen here again, so everybody can see this. Um, this is fantastic. You've got it's it's a book about the Flammenwerfer, if I'm not mistaken. It is. It is. The yeah. subtitle in Germany
1: is Get the Flammenwerfer. Which means go get me the flamethrower. So I, I sent you that as well, Doug. Because I could sense that you needed uh, the flamethrower uh, the other day. So I said, all right, I'll get this for Doug. One of my army buddies sent me that. Yeah, it is. It,
0: it. Uh, he was a funny picture. He, Dan texted me of uh, a German soldier just saying, you know, um, Fritz, get the Flammenwerfer. And you know, it's, it's just it's a German flamethrower. But in a spiritual battle, we need the flammenwerfer once in a while. There's you know, a weapon which, right? for everything. There's a, yeah. and,
1: and just as we have in, in, in physical combat, there was a weapon and a tool for everything. There's a weapon and tool for everything in spiritual combat. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I was, go ahead. sorry, I
0: get a kick out of the name Flammenwerfer. Werfer. Yeah. And, and it's, it's hard to take it seriously, but it, cause it sounds kind of funny you on the
1: receiving it. end of it. It's not. It's not too hard to take it seriously. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no.
0: You don't want to be on the business end of that thing. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, it's not good. But it's it's the idea that you've got to pull out the the artillery sometimes when it comes to certain areas of battle, and the spiritual battle right now. I mean, we are in. I think we've all talked about this before the show started, and we all just from the different areas we're all working in. This is really a, an historic and I mean ultimate trial yeah. that we're in right now in the world yeah. of the church and and your book this amazing book on on dealing with the liber Cristo method is about dealing with the battle but you were over in in germany dan what i mean yeah it us was today. it
1: was it was um it was it, it was great to see catholic germany faithful uh catholic germans uh or german catholics over there that are that are just like us fighting a good fight they're heavily outnumbered um uh, you know my, my advice to them was the command broken arrow if you remember from uh mm. we were soldiers once in young when 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 colonel moore played by uh um, mel gibson calls broken arrow that means the enemy is danger close and he called an airstrike right on his perimeter um yeah. and, and and lost some of his own in that battle as well so they're there the enemy's danger close if not well inside the wire over there but we were st- i was staying at a place called the maria trost house this used to be a Carmelite, I mean a, a, a just a religious sisters um, uh convent. And across the street, you, you it was the, is the Buron Abbey, and the Buron Abbey is where the original Saint Benedict Medal was struck. And so um we stayed there and, and Saint Teresa um Benedicta took the name Benedicta because she came here five, she went there five years and discerned her vocation to Carmel, almost became Benedictine, took the name Benedicta because of the influence of this Abbey there. Uh, and I actually sat in the seat, the pew where she sat and, and you know me, Doug, I'm not that emotional. You and I we don't sit around and like tell stories and cry. I sat in the pew where the, where the, one of the old monks who, I mean, has been there a long, long time said, yeah, that's where she used to sit. I sat in this pew. Um, and I was, it, it broke me up to mm-hmm. sit and see, uh, 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 Sit in the stream of the of this of this this martyr uh, um, and and in this beautiful monastery. I had vespers. I prayed vespers at the tomb of Saint Boniface uh, on the feast of Saint Benedict. There's a rich tradition there that's being abandoned. Um, and the very first day, I was training priests. The first day was set for priests. They gave them an online option or an in-person option. None of the priests came, and I said, "Why would why would why didn't they come? This is a beautiful retreat house." They said they're afraid. They don't want to be seen they can't be seen uh, uh supporting you know going to anything that that's that strikes too much of catholicism or or traditional catholicism so 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 i decided to double down with the spiritual Flammenwerfer. and so <laughs> i said i know fathers that the church in germany is struggling i mean they've lost just in the last year 500,000 catholics have left officially left the catholic church in germany and I said, wow. but I'm going to tell – I said, here we are at the Maria Trost house where, where Edith Stein once was, St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross. Titus uh, uh, Titus Brandsman writes this letter. Um, the bishops read it out loud in Holland. The, the, the Nazis per- – denouncing the Nazis, they persecute deeper the church uh, there. Edith Stein gets taken. Within a few weeks or months, she was taken – herself to Auschwitz and and died there with her sister Rosa and here is her last recorded words come Rosa let us die for our country let us die for Germany Edith Stein recall was Jewish convert to Catholicism uh, and was born on the day of atonement and said fathers this great saint of our day has given you the formula how to help Germany die for Germany you may not be called to physically die but you're called to spiritually die. On Good Friday, I, I reminded them, good fathers, on Good Friday, you read these words uh, referring to Christ, priest, victim, and altar of sacrifice. Priest, victim, and altar of sacrifice. And you are a persona Christi. You, you, your entire ontological being is ordered to the sacrifice of the mass and the Eucharist. Come, Rosa, let us die for our country. And I think this is the call. He who wants to win the world for Christ must have the courage to come in conflict with it. We have to not be afraid to come in conflict with the world. We have to be detached and and
2: not be afraid
1: to engage the world
2: with Catholic truth. Dan, you were telling us about your experience in Germany before we started recording, and uh, the way you framed it just really struck me. You said something to the effect, or you can correct me here, but... This is the direction the church in the world is going right now. The whole church is heading in that direction. I mean they lost 500,000 last year. They got priests that don't want to show up at, you know, devotional sites because they don't want to be counted as a devout Catholic priest. I mean, we are close to that right now. I mean, it, it's the devout Catholics, isn't it, that that are getting persecuted right now and and the devout priests uh, who are getting cancelled and and for speaking up? You know, be having the courage to be in con- conflict with the world. They're getting cancelled for that over here and over in Germany. They don't even want to be seen at these sites of devotion. Um, can you can you fill that in? What what you meant? You know, this is the direction what we're seeing in Germany right now is the direction the church is heading right now
1: yeah they, they they multiple times they said we look to the church in america for help we look to you for hope uh because they see they see how catholics lay catholics and good priests like you and good bishops like bishop strickland and others that are that are proclaiming the gospel and 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 working uh um um to to continue engaging uh uh with culture and so um but but you see and a part of the issue over there is they have a a church tax so you have to you have to declare your religion and then they take eight percent of your tax money and give it to that diocese but then they turn around and tell the diocese who you can and cannot hire you can't use catholic um principles of hiring so you're hiring people in and you know in irregular marriages you're hiring you, you know people in gay marriages so these are the people that are now working for the church there's 400 employees of the church in germany 500,000 Germans actually go to mass on Sunday and if you and if you want the sacraments then the government um, then you have to take if, you can't fight back uh, and not pay the tax. If you say I don't want to pay the tax, then you're not allowed to read the government says you can't receive the tax you can't receive the sacraments. So it's 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 a, it's the, they've gotten too close to the state and the good priest over there and the good bishops over there are saying yeah, we need to stop this. This church attack because that's that's part of the problem. But going back even further, if if you again, I'm just giving the Cav Scout view of this, the 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 modernism, which militates against uh um the deposit of faith, modernism began to attack scripture a hundred years ago in Germany. And and and, and I, I I use this topic. I mean, I use this 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 fill in the blank question uh, in German. I use it here all the time it perishes. This is what modernism sounds like when it's applied to scripture. Jesus didn't multiply the loaves. He just got everybody to share. And, and it was funny to hear it in German, and everybody in Germany go, whatever the word in German word for share is, you know. And so, but modernism has systematically, what Pius XII calls the, the summation of all heresies, the plague of modernism, he calls anti supernatural, anti authority, uh, um, uh, anti church. So there's no need for a church, uh, uh, an instrumental church. There's ultimately no need for a redeemer. The attack of modernism is systematically. Uh, gone through germany in particular and the and and then it attacked the church and then in the last generation and then and then attacked divine law the law of the church divine positive law and then the final assault is now on the priesthood so modernism is now attacking the priesthood and we see this very clearly there actually one priest told me after he heard my first day of lectures online he said forget it and he drove over and he spent the next day or two and sat in on the lectures he says i don't care because what you're saying is true he told me, he said that they're being forced to, remember, 500,000 Catholics have left the, the faith. There's 500,000 Catholics go to mass there. 500,000 Catholics go to mass in Los Angeles and half of Los Angeles, who knows? I mean, one section of Los Angeles every, every, every Sunday. He says that they're now forcing him to train lay people to baptize. So lay people are baptizing. Lay people are preaching. Lay people are doing uh, uh, internment, uh, you know, uh, funerals uh or are are imparting they they do this thing this charismatic thing called impartation where they they share the gifts so-called gifts of the holy spirit on one another um it's a complete now modernism has, has, has assaulted now the priesthood uh and so and because because modernism has lost the intellectual arguments the only thing they have left to do is to cancel into into use fear tactics and so canceling priests in particular is 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 what we see the the, the methodology of the modernist and I think you know um, the book that I've written is a deep dive into the authority structure into the glory of the priesthood the glory of the sacraments if you want to fight the enemy we have to fight back with the ancient weapons of the Catholic faith and we're seeing what happens on the opposite and so Catholic. They Where they're starting to push back, and, and it's and and it's it's beautiful to see um, the the energy of s- the small group of 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 uh, what is it, Doug Fluffin Forfers,
0: well, they are
1: their, carrying their spiritual Fluffin man, and they're like, hey, we're going to bring the fire of God back by returning yeah. to tradition.
0: Yeah, Dan, I'm curious. With the, you know, you you had said before we started that this is kind of like a going to Germany it was like a scouting mission. Um, as to what you think they're going to—they're trying to do. Obviously, the church in the U.S. and other places. Um, this is a—it's a—it's a real concern. And yet, in Germany, you said some of them are looking to the U.S. Um, yeah. And yet, there are so many attempts, and we see it left and right. Uh, you know, in, in you know different podcasts and, and news reports that are out there about what they're doing in the United States to undermine so many really good, solid, holy aspects. And some of this it seems to be coming from the highest ranks in the church, um, you know. But I'm curious your thoughts on what we're seeing in the U.S. after being over in Germany. Yeah, no, it, it's 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 um, it's been interesting. You see a little bit of that movement,
1: and, and theologically, I can tell you where the collapse is. The collapse is between the 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 uh, universal priesthood of the laity and the sacerdotal uh, priesthood the hierarchical priesthood of the ordained when you collapse those two together. But the second Vatican council very clearly says that the, the two priesthood, the universal priesthood of the laity and the, and the hierarchical or the the sacerdotal priesthood of the ordained are different in essence and degree. And so the, the quick, the the dismissing of, Hey, lay people can do this. Lay people can do that. You guys saying that lay people can't lay hands on other lay people. For example, that's just clericalism. That's what I've heard. That's clericalism. Not really. That's that's Catholicism, you know, returning back to the Catholic tradition, returning back to understanding the glory and beauty of the office of priesthood. If you did the office of readings, uh last week we read Ambrose and 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 Ambrose, I think I, I, I actually have it on my desk. He 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 was this is on the mysteries. He's talking to catechumens. He said, do not consider the merits of the individuals. Don't judge him by his, uh, uh, but the office. Don't look at his merits, but the office of priest. If you do look at the merits, consider the merits of Peter and also Paul in the same way you consider the merits of Elijah. They have handed on to you this sacrament that you received from the Lord Jesus. And they call down fire from heaven. Do not judge the priest by his appearance, but by his office. Remember what he has handed to you. Weigh up the value and acknowledge his standing. So returning back to our understanding of the priesthood and supporting good priests like Father Heilman and others. And good bishops like Father or Bishop Strickland. Supporting these good men that have given their lives for Christ. And, and this is what they see happening over here. Is, this, is how the lay are working together with priests.
2: Uh, Dan, I, I was just interviewed for a project that um, David L. Gray is doing, and it's called Return to the Sacred. And I think that it has everything to do with what we're talking about here, is that uh, the devil has been very effective, and you called it modernism, which is just another term for it, in stripping out our sense of the sacred, in, in getting us to um, to... Get to that place where we no longer believe in that. Oh, that's all did our ancestors' superstition or whatever. Uh, because now what? The, the the power that we're meant to have, you know, what is it, the flame floor is the Wolfenphofer?
0: Flammenwerfer. Flammenwerfer. Yeah.
2: Flammenwerfer.
0: Flammenwerfer. Yeah, I got it up on the other one Yeah. But we're supposed
2: to throw the flame of, of supernatural grace. Uh, and I I just I've been feeling like we are hitting a critical moment, and it is time for us to rise up and to challenge, you know, to 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 have the courage to stand uh, against the world and and the devil, who is the prince of this world. Uh, and so uh, I actually, uh, and in the midst of receiving all this, I, I our bishop, uh, my bishop, wrote an article, and it, it's entitled, he just wrote this five days ago, The Church's Ultimate Trial, But in it, he says this. He says that um, there is no faster or easier way to render the church impotent or and irrelevant than to follow the cultural zeitgeist. Rather, we must stand courageously and lovingly in the radiant light of the Lord, teaching the truth given to us as the lasting guarantor of human freedom and dignity. Uh, And then uh, I'll skip to this one line though. We can profoundly harm. A brother or sister by not offering them the fullness of church teaching, just as we can harm them by not yeah. loving and walking with them in their hurt, pain, and struggle. Um, I, I had I a love friend, that. I love uh, that. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend email me after he saw that article, and he says, "I think your bishop's going to be in trouble." And what he meant by that is what we just got done talking about: the priests that won't show up at these devotional sites. Priests are getting canceled. You know, it so there's this this fear right now. There's where's the courage to stand up, uh, to stand in conflict with the world. Uh, where is that anymore? And, and so I actually all of this together. I actually said, I think it, I feel received this from the Holy Spirit. I believe, but I think today we're recording on the feast of Saint Ignatius of Loyola, and he uh, had a prayer that I actually put into business cards. Uh, starting about three years ago. And I put it on the side of the penitent in the confessional in a little uh, container. And sometimes I'd offer it as a a penance. But the prayer is called the prayer of surrender. Uh, And uh, we'll show that to you right now. I took a picture of, I ended up making 500 of these cards. And at my masses this weekend, I handed them out and I went through the whole 500. I'm going to print some more. But I, what does it say there? Uh, your, your love and your grace—that's enough for me. We got to get to that point, I think. That's that's what modernism. That's what you know the progressive, if you will, uh, Catholics. And, and I, I'm pointing a finger right now at the spiritual leaders of our time. Just as Jesus called the spiritual leaders his time snakes and brood of vipers, you are stripping our people of a sense of the sacred, and you're leaving them vulnerable, exposed in the battlefield. And we got to get back. I've come to understand that the totality of my priesthood can be summed up in getting people to tear through the veil and walk into the divine life. And so I wanted, I, I asked everybody, I said, I'm starting today and I'm fasting as we speak. I went to confession, I'm fasting and whatever the uh, the holy spirit's going to call me to do and i said the same thing to them pray this prayer daily with me would you please pray this prayer or daily with you because it asks you do you really love him do you love him enough not to compromise what the church teach uh, on what the church teaches and to compromise with the world do you love him enough you know to to believe in the supernatural power of god a real power that brings miracles, okay? That defeats Satan. Do you believe in that? That last line, take it all, Lord. All I want is to love you. I want to get as close as I possibly can. And I told him, I, I my, one of my favorite prayers is, keep me as the apple of your eye. That just means you, you get so close to a person, you can see a reflection in their eye. And I, I, I said, that's where we need to get. That's the first place we need to get if we are ever going to have the courage to, to stand up, Against uh, the the world and uh, the, and the the prince of this world, can you comment on that? Uh, yeah, Dale? no, I think I think your bishop uh, is spot on. I'm going to have to yeah. go
1: online and get a copy of it and read it because returning to the sense of sacred, not denying the the church and the world, the fullness of the teachings of the Catholic Church, what we call the deposit of faith, the depositum fidei, this what was handed down from Christ yes. to the apostles. Saint Irenaeus in the second century. Uh, a, a trade in uh, you know two one generation removed from the apostle John, um, he 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 spoke of what was what he called the unbending rule or the rule of faith. Is this consistent with the teachings that Christ taught and handed down to the apostles and their successors? Right. The rule was that was a guide for reading scripture, but also a guide for holiness. So that so we have good theology. We have DDT devil defeating theology. But it's to guide us to holiness. And so this is, and so how do we know that we we, 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 we keep ourselves bound to the to the deposit of faith, to what Christ handed down and what's going on, like you know, in Germany, and not all of them, there's good bishops over there. And I've met with several of them. They're really good men, and there's good priests over there. They're just outnumbered and they're breaking from tradition and breaking from the deposit of faith. Here's here's a quote that I, I like that I, I was I, I was looking at and I thought of when when um you're reading what your bishop said. This is Venerable Sheen, Fulton Sheen. Live your lives in the full conscience of this hour of testing and rally close to Christ. So, you know, the the Rangers, the Army, I use the Rangers, the Army Rangers and Rogers rule for Army Rangers, uh um, which they still use this rule book today, uh, as kind of the guidebook for, you know, uh, that brought some narrative cohesiveness because basically we're in a guerrilla warfare and the army rangers are guerrilla warriors. They're guerrilla warfare fighters. And when they would, when they would, when we would walk and you'd be on patrol, the, 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 the point man would, you're all working quietly. Of course he would spin his hand, And he would point to something. It could be a noticeable tree that stuck out. It could be a big, huge rock or something. And that was called a rally point. So if if you take enemy contact and you get dispersed and you get separated, you go back to the rally point. And this is what Fulton Sheen says. Live your lives in the full conscience of this hour of testing and rally close to Christ. We have to rally back to Christ. Back to that. This is this is what I think your bishop is saying. And I think we need to do that. We need to rally around our priest, rally around the church, and ultimately rally around Jesus Christ in yes. this time of testing.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious when you talk about, I mean, the title, Courage to Come in Conflict and in Conflict with the World. Um this is an area I know a lot of people are struggling with. You know, we're all running into it when we see others talk with others. And and and, and it's easy for any of us to struggle with hope and courage. Courage and hope. I mean, and I'm in Tyler. I'm in the diocese where Bishop Strickland is now going through this investigation. And, you know, the things that are being said, I'm not going to talk about right now, but the things that are being said about what the outcome might be, we're supposed to hear, you know, within the next month and a half or so, give or take. Um, But it's very disheartening. A lot of people moved to Tyler from California, New York, other parts of the country, specifically because they really had confidence in this bishop. Now the investigation, I won't get into details, things that are being heard, and it's really not our place to discuss a lot of hearsay stuff, but in general, it looks like this just is a really unfair, probably situation in, in just in general. A lot of people are struggling with hope. Yeah. Hope, courage, you know, can you talk to that a little bit? I mean, obviously there's the spiritual theological aspect of it, but there's also the human nature part of it. You're a former soldier, you have been in combat situations, attack Uh, helicopter helicopter pilot and you you know what that's like and you've seen scenarios that really require courage and hope both on a very natural level um just human nature and also in the spiritual realm because of the work especially that you do now can you talk about that real deep need for hope and courage especially when things look really bleak on a number of levels And, and 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 really we know that god is in charge but hearing that when we say god is in charge he gives us free will but hearing that doesn't take away necessarily the concerns as we see things continue to unravel. So, what what do you say about hope and courage, and even how it may may relate to what you you've written in your book?
1: Yeah, I I think uh, if if we do any if we can do anything, we need to give a message of hope to the church. And and I can tell you, as coming back now uh, twice, uh, two years in a row, going to Germany, they've already invited me back. Uh, for whatever reason, um, uh, uh, they look to us for hope, and hope is so important. And we need to foster that. And how do you do that? Uh, um, you know, as Jesus says, in the, "In the in the world you have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world." Developing the virtue of hope, confessing sins against hope, uh, safeguarding guarding that hope like like precious uh, cargo. Um, I think the key. For me is detachment is under is when i was in when i was in combat um you have to be detached um you have to have a cool detachment when you're when you're flying or when you're you're engaging the enemy in in, in um, various levels of combat you have to have a certain amount of, of healthy detachment you're not unaware your head's on a swivel you're, you're you realize you're in a danger dangerous place but you got to have a you got to have a you have to have a detachment um so you can make good sound decisions and that means we have to develop a detachment from from the events of the world and our and our crazy government right and also some of the the things and the negative things that are happening in the church we're living in a time of fatima we're living in a time of fatima you know and 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 and, and even possibly the chastisements of fatima of predictions uh, of fatima so we have but to but to survive this and to guard, garner our hope we have to really really develop detachment trusting the lord like 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 mordecai told esther you were born in such a time as this god gave each of us he chose for us for you and me doug and father and father ripperger and and all of our group and all the good good soldiers for christ out there he chose this time this family these children our wives our husbands he gave us all of this at this time for this battle we were born for such a time as this so we have to live with that courage with the courage and the hope that God is going to see us through, we got to be detached. That doesn't mean we don't care, and not everybody is is Jesse that's going to organize thousands of people protesting. And you know uh, that not 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 everybody does that. So we're going to engage the world and 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 evil with as 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 Father's Bishop has says with the fullness of the Catholic faith, and we have to do that in a detached way.
2: You know, thanks for bringing up the word hope because that's actually the theme as we're entering into our uh, annual uh, novena for our nation. It's a 54-day rosary novena that we pray with. Uh, I, I think it's near 100,000 people from around the nation. It goes from August 15th to the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary on October 7th. But the the scripture passage that we're drawing from is from Isaiah 40. And it goes, Those who hope in the Lord... Will renew their strength. They will soar on on wings like eagles. They will soar on wings like eagles. I've um, always saw the eagle as majestic and courageous and full of hope. What a great symbol for our country, uh, the the eagle. But um, to have that that uh, that ability now to stand in courage, uh, uh, in conflict with the world, uh, it, it can only come. When we have hope in a power that's greater than Satan's power, and that's the power of God. And I think that's where we need to do. That's why, too, I wanted our first step for us to just just turn it all over to God. Okay, that prayer of surrender. And then to say, Yep, I can do this with your love. I can do this with the power of your grace. I can do this. And I think that's what we need to, that needs to be like a mantra for us going forward. Because uh, right now, the devil's winning, we know that. And it would be so easy for us to fall into despair. But but w- if we can get to that place, okay? Your, your supernatural grace, it's all I want. And so if I have a mortal sin, get to confession right away. And even if I have a bunch of little sins, you know, you're sin sick, you know, get to confession. Um, and 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 believe in that power, that grace that we that's that's so necessary in our times. So I'm, I'm encouraging everybody to please join us this year. I, again, I, I I don't know. I bet you there's a lot of people out there. I bet you guys too are so just saying we are at a crisis moment. We're at a watershed moment. I mean, uh, we'll look at we got the synod on synodality coming up, and um, it. I I don't know. I I. I know what I know, but it just seems like they're packing it with progressives to to, to grow in this, and Bishop Hying used it in his article, in this apostasy of our time. Apostasy just means break from, you know, you're just doing it your own way instead of God's way. Uh, Even if it's a little bit or a lot or whatever, uh, whatever we're doing, we need to be all the way at the foot of the cross. We need to be with God all the way at the foot of the cross, that's going to give us hope. That that's going to bring us courage, and that's going to help us to rise up. One of the things that you said, Dan, and uh, if you can comment, uh, please for me. But they, you, you talked about the the uh, the priests in in Germany. I think was in the context, but you said this: they are good men. They are just outnumbered. Yeah. Don't we, don't we feel that way sometimes? Yeah. How do we get unified? How do we get that mighty force of supernaturalized warriors up and running and on the battlefield together? And it means part of it is stopping division the over
1: there. I saw my observation again, just my observation. You've got traditional Catholics, and then you've got the the more the very progressive Catholics that are into all of this uh, complete undermining of the deposit of faith, and then you've got the faithful. You know, just conservative Catholics that are faithful Catholics. They, there's not a whole lot of Latin Mass over there, but they don't communicate. They don't work together. I go to the I go to the I prefer the Latin Mass, but I go to the regular Mass too. You know, uh, I can bridge, and most of my friends are the same way. You're the same way, Father. They've got to overlap shields. They've got to they've got to work together yes. um, and, and, and 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 battle together. This is why the Romans were so effective in war. They would go against barbarian armies that would outnumber them two to one, three to one, but their order. And their teamwork and their discipline made them effective remember it was a um it was a french general that i quoted this to doug it's not the big armies that win battles uh it's the good ones you know so we got to be what is good armies and, and, and the church militant that those are holy people that are pursuing holiness um, i gave a retreat uh, uh some teachings to some religious sisters of our Lady of Sorrows in louisiana and their foundress is a blessed uh anna uh, renzi an Italian good italian sister and she had a phrase and i and i use this throughout as the theme um she's and she says this look for the alleluia beyond the cross look for the alleluia beyond the cross that 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 is what hope is saint, back on saint ignatius this is his feast day probably rolling over in his grave looking at the modern um What's modern many of the modern Jesuits, but there's some good Jesuits out there too, they're just outnumbered. Here's another I think this is correct me if I'm wrong, Father, I think this is from Ignatius, pray as if everything depended upon you and work as if everything depended upon God right. and and we reverse that. if you ask if you ask 10 Catholics, you'll get 10, most of them will say pray as if everything depended upon God and work if it depended upon you and that's what we do. We go to God and we say, Lord, look at all these problems, and you got the work in the, in the world, and you worry. We have to go to God as if it all depended upon us, and then we go to work trusting that he, that he will take care of it. This is hope. This is the Benedictine ora labora. Pray and work. That's the twofold, that's twofold work of the, of the Benedictine uh, uh, um, um, soldier in the world, Catholic soldier that's out into the, the, the new crusader that's in the world. Pray and work
0: dan your book uh if you could talk a little bit more about that just came out in of june so it's been out about a month now and um this is this stems from the libra christo method that that you know father up and the other was a delorean priest i think put together can you talk a bit about this book why it would be good for the average person to get how how should one look at it um right now it's showing on amazon that it's out of stock but they can get it through tan books so i encourage people to go out to tan books and put the link in the description um, and get this book, uh, but can you talk? Actually, it says the imitation leather. It's a hundred percent authentic imitation leather. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. It will, with,
0: it will withstand the Flammenwerfer. So if know. you,
1: it will withstand the Flammenwerfer, and and I and I will, you know, and and if, if yeah, I hope nobody takes the Flammenwerfer to it. Uh, I hope <laughs> the theology and not worthy of the, the right, burn right. pit. But if you can judge a book by its cover. Boy, Tam put out a beautiful book. It's, it's a good-looking
2: book, yes. It is awesome. beautiful. It, but there Ridiculous. is a kind
0: there is a Kindle version for people who want to get Kindle that is available through Amazon, obviously, because Kindle just does that. You can just do that anytime. It's a download.
1: Yeah, I know. Here's me. I'm the author. I'm like, I didn't say you could do that, but I guess <laughs> they do everything without my. You know, they yeah. just do it. You know, I just turn it yeah. over and uh, you yeah. Thought so, it,
0: you thought it was your book? Yeah. yeah. I no,
1: not anymore. Actually, yeah. <laughs> honestly, this is. I want to give a. a, a um, Uh, a message from my sponsor this is the blessed mother's book she is the force multiplier in combat you have you have tactics and strategies this is a strategic book to give us uh, uh, I mean, a tactical book, it's a tactical field manual. I'm working on the the, the second book, a complementary book to it, that's gonna be the more strategic. What, you know, exorcism in the New Testament, what lessons can we learn? How is this ancient enemy laying out the battlefield? But every successful army uses combat multipliers. And the Blessed Mother, my corporate sponsor, is the combat multiplier. When we went into combat, you could have, or you, you have two forces of equal size the side that has Apache helicopters or Cobra helicopters, they have they have an effective combat fighting force superior than the other because of this element. So going into those elements, what helps supercharge our battle, the Virgin Mary is, is one, devotion to St. Michael and the saints, uh, um, learning how to pray, uh, um, when to pray prayers. How to use suffering as a weapon as as, as a flamen warfare. You know these are these are returning back to the ancient weapons, as it says in the on the cover, we fight an ancient enemy, and the ancient weapons are best. And so what I try to do, this isn't a book about the problems. This isn't a book about the devil. This is a book about Jesus Christ and his church and, and 12, 12 lessons that walk the average Catholic through to help you understand and go more deeply into your Catholic faith. So that's what I, I tried to put together. And, uh, uh and so far I think it's been pretty well received and, and, uh, I appreciate you guys. Let me come on at least plug in it for a minute, but it's not, again, this is something I'm in this thing for, for souls and not sales. And, and I'm hoping that many, many souls can can learn how to fight this spiritual battle and, and learn how to engage the enemy uh, and, and, and ultimately grow in holiness. This is what it's all about, growing in holiness, but you got to learn the rules of engagement and you got to learn how to be a good soldier.
2: It, it's so timely too because I feel like the whole world is saying, I'm under attack. What can I do? I mean I you wouldn't believe the emails and the calls and uh, messages everything of people, Father, Father, I feel like I'm under attack. What do I do? And uh, I think this lays it out beautifully and and, and easily for, for everyone. And I really encourage people to to go out and get it because uh, it really gets to, you know, you're on Father Ripperger's team and you've studied this for for many years and you've been in this ministry for many years. And besides that, you're a doctor, you know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Dan, this is just so... Perfectly time for 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 these times, and I, I want to thank you for doing that. Like I said, so many people are saying mm-hmm. I'm under attack, and they give they give all these um, these stories. I mean, and some of it are, are you know strange occurrences that had happened around them. Uh, what what are, what would be the first bit of advice you would give to someone who feels like okay, I, I, of course, buy the book, and you you get all the insights. But but if you were to get like say a call of something like that and I just feel like uh, the last few days we've been on an attack what do I do what what would you what piece of advice yeah, would I get you emails do? all
1: the time people yeah. ask you know this and that it's like everything's uh, ramped up it's unbelievable it, it really is it, it's really ramped up and 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 you can just hear the you can hear the rounds whistling by I mean you, it, it, it if anyone if you have any sort of uh it, it just everybody even non really non-plugged in Catholics low information Catholics the average Uh, right uh, wow things are getting really really weird uh out there we like to say don't say the word attack replace it with the word formation i'm not under spiritual attack i'm under spiritual formation if you're under attack if you're getting hit if you're taking rounds it's showing vulnerabilities where the enemy is trying to get in and so Mm. working on closing off those areas of your life that you've given permissions those areas of your life that you've allowed the enemy in those areas of of malformation And learning to grow in holiness of thought, word, and and deed. Part of that is uh, is returning to a life of prayer, ordering your life to prayer. So it isn't about spiritual warfare. isn't um, It isn't this uh, magic. If I knew this prayer and that prayer, learn the rules of engagement, engage. But ultimately, spiritual warfare is a grind. It's it's spade work. It's grinding it out. It's slow moving battle. It's trench warfare in many ways and so and so dig in the demon responds to the imposition of order as much as to the prayers themselves so first thing to do is to start praying uh having a developed prayer life even just starting with vocal prayer developing uh, uh, uh and with that starting to develop mental prayer lexio divina meaning holy reading of sacred scripture meditation starting to use learn to use the imagination in prayer to get custody of your interior life your mind because when you start getting this the temptations or spiritual attack you can start to see them for what they are and 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 you won't fall into the to the to the temptation to despair to give up hope to think what what's going on you keep focused on christ he is our rally point the church is saying this Focus on Christ and the cross of Christ and start to remove all the obstacles of grace that are blocking the flow, that are blocking the flow of grace in union with Christ. That's all that's all I'm trying to do in this book is to teach Catholics how to do that.
2: Dan, if I can just jump in real quick, Doug, um, because I just want to say I I before I even knew about Libra Cristo, and, and I do, I got a master's degree in spirituality, but um that's what I was doing, exactly what you're saying. What I do is almost like what a doctor would do in a, in a doctor's office is try to uh, diagnose what's going on you know so you ask some questions for their physical health Well we're talking about spiritual health here and so how's your prayer life what are you doing? what are your, you know? and uh, I try to determine that and then what I try to do is I help to lead them into a more healthy spiritual life and that's exactly what Libra Cristo is does and that's why I love this so much. It, it, you get this book, and you're going to learn the best ways to be spiritually healthy in your life, and to keep those portals, those those openings that allow you know the bad guys to get in into our lives. You're going to have supernatural strength. You're going to have you know be strong in the Lord in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God, so you can stand against the tactics of the devil. For we're not fighting flesh and blood here. We're fighting dark forces in the supernatural realms Ephesians 6 10 to 12 um that's what we're doing it, it, right it, Dan is that that we're talking about right right yeah so it's it's so you can make a stand
1: and yeah. and, and and St Paul talks about the f- faith as a shield and and again I'm a I'm a you know scripture scholar but an amateur historian I love Roman history and Roman warfare and the Romans would use their the shield there was a this boss a ball with a little spike on it and so before they would attack the shield was not a defensive weapon it was an offensive weapon mm-hmm. it was something they lunged with that they pounded with they right. threw the enemy off with the shield they got them off guard so they could move in with the sword and so faith is faith doesn't mean we just sit back and hold up faith means we move forward in the spiritual life if you're you know if you're i think it was saint francis de sales says if uh, uh, you're victorious, so long as you're trying, you have to keep moving forward in the spiritual right. combat. If you get passive, you'll be taken to the woodshed. Just like in, in, in any kind of martial arts or, or combat sports or boxing, you can't be passive. You've got to move. You can't be, you can't play negative. You can't play safe. You have to keep moving forward prudently, prudently knowing the rules of engagement and tapping in to the full armor of God, which includes the full living tradition of the Roman Catholic church. You know, the saints, the Virgin Mary, the rosary, uh, um, all these old devotions that were dismissed for a generation. bring those back.
0: Yeah, I know when we were talking about coming up, we were coming up with a title for this. um, We spent a fair amount of time kicking a lot of different ideas around. One of the ideas that came up was um, the... uh, You know, aside from the one that I always like to throw out—that comets are coming (laughs) soon—we just can't work that into a a good title ever. You are my little sunshine, Doug. Yeah, yeah, a ball of
2: that led me to say the title should be. Gloom, despair and agony <laughs> on me, deep dog depression, excessive misery. Right.
0: <laughs> it just didn't fit there, in
2: that bro. white box, but Is that like why music. Doug
1: Berry should be on hee-haul. Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> what I was gonna say was uh um we had talked about the idea you had mentioned about about you cannot be passive. And you just described that, but you can't be passive in this. And, you know, and it's kind of funny. I know, Father, you you joke around about that little theme song for me there. But there are a lot of people that are feeling that. And in the midst of feeling that way, again, as a former, you know, Cav Scout, Cavalry Scout, and, and knowing a lot of guys that, you know, vets and such who have been in combat like yourself, what is it like? And and how that can relate to to anyone out there who's feeling that kind of boy the things are miserable things are tough. We talked about hope earlier in detachment, but now talk about specifically when you feel like you're getting pummeled by Mike Tyson, and you got to continue to be um, not passive. You've got to be proactive. You've got to be engaging. You've got to be leaning in. You got to be on the front balls of your feet, not the heels of your feet. Exactly. Describe that a bit, because I know the audience right now. There's got to be people out there that are just thinking, you know what? Out of the blue, my kid tells me he left the Catholic faith. Out of my blue, out of the blue, my kid tells me that he's 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 transgender. Out of the blue, I just feel like I I just I'm getting beat to a pulp here. And I think you also said before we started recording that there are cases now that there that, that what took six weeks. Uh, uh, five months, six months, is now taking two years for liberation. And in some cases, some people are having a very hard time finding any liberation from the diabolical at all because things are just, like you were saying earlier, Father, people just feel like they're just getting, you're getting emails from them. I'm under attack. I'm under attack. What do I do? You talk about, again, front ball defeat. the feet. We're moving forward. Even when Mike Tyson is just coming in like a beast. How do we continue to have that non-passive attitude?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um... You know, just
0: naturally thinking. It's just, it's tough to
1: swallow. Yeah. I I I in the book I, I addressed this briefly in the book. I quoted uh the famous marine Chesty Puller. Yeah, he's um, good. He he said um he was asked to give a situation report. He said our our situation we're surrounded. That simplifies the problem. He said no matter which which means that no matter what direction we shoot, we hit one of them. You know. So so we're surrounded. It simplifies the problem having hope in the face of combat but the point is uh, that i tied into in the book was you have to pick one you you have to pick a target and shoot at it you can't just shoot into into the willy nilly into the into, into the crowd you know we all know this, if you've ever bird hunted you know i've made this mistake hunting quail you, you somehow the dog the dog flushes the the covey they go into the air there's this rush of adrenaline you pull up your shotgun and you think there's so many of them. I know I'll hit one. And then you shoot and you don't. And they fly off and the dog gives you that look like, you idiot. You got to do your job so I can do my job. You know, you can't shoot into the group. You got to be specific. And so part of combat is being specific in prayer. For me, it's working specifically on one uh, one vice at a time. This is this is, um, very Ignatian as well. Pick one, one you're working on. If it's anger if it's if it's a lack of hope you know work out work on it in confession you Do when you do your daily examination of conscious at night um how did i do vis-a-vis this uh, particular vice that i'm trying to work on get it mastered or at least quasi mastered and move on you got to keep working on holiness holiness of thought word and deed this this is th- this gives you something to sink your teeth into but you got to understand too that rebellion is it visits every family right now that we're seeing this in the church. So we have to we have to dig down and really dig down in prayer and our our witness and example to our family members.
0: Well, and I think if I can throw this also just a quick follow-up, I think that, you know, the fact that, you know, and you both said this and I, mean, I don't get a lot of emails. I get some, but Father, you being a priest, obviously, and Dan, because of the line of work that you're in, specifically dealing with cases and helping people discern and 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 help with Father Ripker and all, um, you're getting many of those emails. And I just think that it's important for the audience to know that you're not alone. If you're feeling this and you're feeling your family's falling apart or you're feeling something's going wrong, your kid has left the faith, your spouse is struggling with the faith or has left the faith or something unbelievably, what has happened in your life? You're not alone. This is going on. And both of you, I think, can speak to that, that this is going on for a lot of people. I remember Father Ripker saying that this was months ago on a podcast we had him and he said that good Catholics, those that are going to Mass faithfully and they're praying the rosary, they're getting their devotions in, they're going to confession frequently, they're they're really trying. They're not nominal. They're not minimalist. And they're feeling attacks in ways that are similar to people that are dabbling with the occult even. And Father said, I, and I remember saying, are these like just interior spiritual attacks or are they things like, you know, the lights are going off and things are flying around the house? And his answer to that question was, yes. <laughs> so basically, yeah, it's all it's on all on all levels in some way, shape or form. So it could both of you speak to that hope because I'm just I agree with what you said earlier, Father about the need for us to address the hope issue. If someone out there is listening or watching and they're thinking, man my family's just this or my kid this or my faith this ah, you're not alone because this is happening on a lot of levels. not that that makes it easier for you, but at least it gives you the confidence that you're not being singled out necessarily. This is just. There's just a ramping up of of these issues, but we do have. I like where you say, Dan. The ancient weapons. This this plan has never changed. Rosary, sacraments, meditation, scripture. These pieces have always been. They've always been so intricately connected with our spiritual lives. Um, can you both address that, Father? You first about this. The hope that they're not alone, and that these pieces, these ancient weapons, need to be embraced
2: yeah, so I one of my favorite teachings is uh that classic story of Martha and Mary when Jesus is right in their living room. and Mary's right at his feet or 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 some scripture scholars would say as close as she can appropriately be. So she's close. and she's staring in his eyes, she's hanging on his words. She's well connected, okay? And that's called actually. Jesus calls that the one thing necessary or in Latin the unum necessarium. To to me, it's all about staying well connected. And obviously, too, if we're going to get into apostasy, which is basically compromising the truth in any way and and giving into the world, um, that's a place that's separated, okay, or breaks with our Lord. And then we're out in that, vulnerable uh dangerous area where we can be easily manipulated by the devil then we got to get well connected and again that's why to um this particular day that we're recording on feast of saint ignatius i just felt so compelled to get everybody at the feet of jesus to get to that one place that one thing necessary that's where hope comes because when you're when you're there okay remember you turned to martha and said Martha, Martha, you're anxious and upset about many things when we're separated from from our Lord in any way, shape, or form. And I've been talking, you know, get to confession often. Those little sins start to pull us away from our Lord, you know, we're not we're not spiritually dead, okay, Mortal sin will do that, but we are sin sick, okay? We're We're not healthy. we, we and so get strengthened once again by that amazing sacrament of mercy, the sacrament of confession, and get to the feet of Jesus. And that's the place then that hope enters, but not just hope, all the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, we get filled with that fire. And and the fruit of the Holy Spirit just starts to blossom in our lives. And of course, then we have hope because we understand God is greater, than any demon that could ever try to find a way to manipulate us, Dan. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think Father, you're spot on. I I don't think I can. I I don't know what to say. That is that is perfectly well said. Um, the only thing that I would that I would uh, um, add to it would be working on constancy and um, in, in seeing through. The struggles that we're under right now. This is just part of soldiering, you know. Father, you probably remember. You probably confirmed certain uh, back in the day if you did confirmations back when they would slap you. You know, the bishop would slap you. Right, right. You know, this is this is it. You know, Uh, guys, man up. Girls, put on your big girl panties. You know what I mean. Man up. This time, it's time. It's time to toughen up. You're in a spiritual combat. When I was when I went through the airborne uh, paratrooper training years and years and years ago. The commander at the time was a guy named, they called him Charlie Mike. He wrote a book called Charlie Mike, Lieutenant Colonel Scott. And he gave this famous speech. Uh, and the motto of the airborne is is all the way. And so they would ask how far and the answer is all the way. And here's how he explained it. If you ask, if you put a bunch of soldiers together and you're going to do a three mile run, they'll accomplish it because they know what the goal and the objective is. They're going to go three miles and they quit. But if you don't tell them up front how far you're going, uh, then they get discouraged. If they think it's three miles, if they think it's four miles, if they think it's... And then they quit, like a fighter. A fighter will, if I think I can knock this guy down and knock him out in three rounds and he survives, you see the fight quickly change because I put everything in for this three rounds. And so Charlie Mike would say, uh, um, you have to push through. You cannot, you have to have the mental discipline and constantly to know how far we're gonna to run today, all the way. How far are we going to endure in this march? All the way. As far as it takes. This is the airborne motto. And we need to learn how to apply those to the spiritual life. We do this in, sp- in physical combat for physical survival, trying to pull in some of these elements for our spiritual combat and well-being as well. Not, not giving up too soon. Having hope. Sticking through it. Of how things get. You keep plugging through. Like you say, Father, we rally close to Christ. Yeah. He is the rally point. Yeah. These aren't just platitudes. These aren't just words. These are real. These are realities that Christians have known and defended with their lives yep. from the beginning.
2: I think this is a great way for us to end. All the way, all the way. Let, let me uh, circle back to Martha and Mary. Jesus is in Martha's house. I mean, that's pretty darn close, right? But then he turns her and says, "No, no, no. You're anxious. You're still anxious and upset about any uh, many things." See, I think we can get like that in our own uh, the way we tr- we approach our religion. Well, you know, I'm going to church on Sunday, and you know, I'm going. I I believe in most of what the church teaches. No, 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 no. You're still out in that vulnerable area. You're still breaking with. You're not at his feet. And so, I'd like to end in, 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 uh, well, this is all the way with the perf surrender. All the way. All the way. Right. And let's, let's all end that with I that. Have. Yeah. So I'll, I'll pray that right now. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. amen. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only. Your love and your grace, that is enough for me. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Daniel, thank you. Thank you, follow. Doug, Good to have you. always a pleasure.